0: Yo, today's QOD is championships or nothing. Here we go. Today's show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got the late, the great Kobe Bryant on the show today. He's going to talk about a few topics. He's going to talk about meditation, how important meditation was for his mental and his physical performance. He's going to talk about having a winning culture with your teammates and within your organization. And he's also going to talk about practice. You know, whenever we hear that, you know, we're talking about practice, we can't help but think about Allen Iverson and his rant about practice. We're talking about practice, not a game, not the game, but practice, right? And there's a story that I'll never forget told by Allen Iverson. And he and Kobe were rookies the same year. They came into the league together and their rookie year, they went out to dinner. And after dinner, Kobe is dropping Allen Iverson off at the hotel. And Kobe says, so what you about to do? And Allen Iverson says, "Going to the club. What you about to do? And Kobe says, I'm going to the gym. And that's the difference between being great and being really good. Because Kobe Bryant has five championship rings and Allen Iverson has none. And so we talk here about little by little, a little becomes a lot. Kobe Bryant practiced three times a day. Allen Iverson says, we talking about practice, not a game. We talking about practice. He didn't take his practice seriously. So he didn't win any championships. So with Kobe, it was championships or nothing. If you want championships, you got to put in the work. Kobe Bryant, coming right up.
1: Did you, um, you know, you seemed at peace both before and during the game. Pre-game, I, you know, we watched you, during the anthem, you seemed to go to a place. Um, you know, where you generating calm, focus, confidence? Do you have a mindfulness or meditative practice that you use while you play?
2: Yeah, well, Phil introduced meditation to us when he came uh, to our team in 99, 2000. And um, it was something that I instantly gravitated to because I could see the effects. I used to watch, you know, studying the games, the Bulls teams. And, um, you know, watching their demeanor, watching their composure, playing in a tough place in like Utah doing the finals and being down 17 but everybody was like this. You couldn't tell if they were down 17 or up 20 or tie game and never changed. And I was wondering why the hell that is. And that's when I started doing more research. And when Phil came, I immediately gravitated to it and found myself accepted the challenge of finding what that space is. And for the 81 point game, man, to be honest, I I wasn't even thinking about the game. My knee was hurting so much Um, I didn't know then, but, you know, I had a flap of joint uh, of cartilage stuck in my joint line. And so my mind was really trying to go to a place where I don't feel that pain. And uh, the game started, and because of that, I was just in a different space. You know, I wasn't worried about what was to come. I wasn't worried about what just happened. I was just here. And when you're just there in the moment playing plays right in front of you, your focus is heightened because nothing else matters. Um, and uh, that's the space I've tried to get to. It's
1: a perfect definition of mindfulness in the present moment without judgment.
2: And, Not for nutrition, though, because I did have a pepperoni pizza the night before the game. <laughs> and full disclosure, I also had a plain quarter pounder with cheese before the game. So <laughs> <laughs> to be young.
1: Uh, dinner of champions, exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't eat yeah. that now.
2: Yeah, nutrition didn't come till later.
1: So you, you talk about practice, and I want to I underscore that. Um, you know, Allen Iverson, who was a phenomenal player with the 76ers, famously ranted about, you know, when asked by a reporter about missing practice, and he just went, you know, practice, we're talking about practice. I mean, it's practice, <laughs> not a game. I mean, it was classic. He went on for yeah, minutes. Yeah. You know, the Iverson approach is not the Kobe Bryant approach. You You really focused on practice. Tell us what you brought to practice and how you sort of made that standard for the rest of your team?
2: Well, I mean, here, here's why practice was important to me, not from the, just the standpoint that I enjoyed playing, like I enjoyed being there. Um, I enjoy getting better, but as a leader of a team, it's also your responsibility to elevate the rest of the guys. And what people tend to get stuck on a lot is saying, okay, the way to make players better is to pass them the ball when they're open. That's a very trivial way to look at things. What you have to do is you have to get them emotionally to want to be better. You, want, you, you have to get them to an emotional space where they wake up every morning driven to be the best version of themselves, right? And how do you do that? And in practice, for me, it was a chance to, to drive them, to challenge them, right? If they're And this is where you have to know your teammates. Because if it's late, we just had a back-to-back and we had practice the next day and you show up and guys don't feel like going through the motions, don't feel like practicing, it's important to know each and every one of them individually, personally, because then you know what nerve to touch. Some guys, it's like, okay, come on, let's, you know, we can do this, that'll get them going. Other guys, no. You got to figure out what button to push. You know, power is always Spain. If I tell them how they lost in a gold medal to us and how they're going to lose again, I'm gonna beat your ass in practice, just like I beat you in a gold medal game. Oh, that! Oh, he'd hate that. <laughs> he'd hate that. But that's what practice was. You have to drive them. You absolutely have to. And if practice is more intense and harder than a game seven will be, then a game seven will be easy. But if it's not, then that's when teams start folding and capitulating.
1: You know, you actually—it's a perfect segue to uh, you know how to create a high-performance culture with coaches and team leaders. You know, everybody's sort of got to be on that page of helping you become the best version of yourself. Speaking of that, we have someone who'd like to ask you a question from Seattle.
3: Please roll this question. Hi, this is Pete Carroll from the Seahawks uh, joining in uh, with uh, Professor Belasco's class and with one of the all-time greats, uh, Kobe Bryant. I'm thrilled to be part of this night. Uh, But I just have one simple question really. Kobe, uh, you have been one of the all-time great competitors that have ever played in in any sport. And I'm real curious to to know uh, what it was like for you with all of the grit and all of the makeup that you had to be such a great competitor. What was it like for you to play with people that, that weren't as gritty as you were? How did you deal with that? Um, how, how did you set your expectations knowing that, that you were so far out there? Uh, and, and how did you deal with the players that you played with, you know, knowing that they, they were still kind of somewhere on the spectrum, but, uh, but you, were, you were on the top of it?
2: Good question. It's a great question. Um, my response might sound a little um, tough, but I, I, I just, I'd kill him, I'd bury him. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's, you know, tolerance for that and the, the kind of culture that the Laker organization stood for, winning championships, is not tolerated. You're going to show up to play, and you're going to lollygag through this scrimmage, through this drill. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to let you know I beat you. I'm going to want you to reconsider your professional life choice. You know, and and. And for the most part, people will say, okay, that doesn't make a great teammate. Well, I'm not here to be a great teammate. I'm here to help you win championships. So there's a difference. Um, And, you know, fortunately for us and for me, you know, we had an organization that, you know, um, it was championships or nothing. And they were really good about identifying that and bringing players in here that had that competitive streak and getting rid of the ones that did not. If I got to fight to get you in the gym, that's a problem. That's a problem. You want players that are gym rats, players that want to be in the gym, that want to work. And then from there, you build on top of that. But if you're lazy, man, I don't want to talk to you. I want to deal with you. You're going to make me feel dumber. You know, <laughs> you know you're going to lower my level. I don't think so. You can go over there. <laughs> There's plenty of teams in here where you'll fit right in. Right. <laughs> but you, you mentioned... At the time, they were right down the hall from us. <laughs> so... <you> know, <laughs> Okay. They were.
0: That was Kobe Bryant. You can watch today's talk on the YouTube, but it's called Kobe Bryant Interview, Mamba Mentality, USC Performance Science. Institute. All right, my friend, that is it for me. Don't forget, if you want ad-free episodes, go to your app store, download the Stitcher app, and join Stitcher Premium for $4.99 a month, and you will hear no more ads. I will see you tomorrow with Reverend Ike. I'm out. Peace.